0: Good morning, Arthur. How are day, you? Hey,
1: wherever you are, you might be listening. It could be afternoon, it could be evening. Um, I am Arthur Ware, and I'm here with my coach, uh, Ron.
0: Ronald Hunt, yes. uh, the Growth Mindset Guru, Catalyst absolutely. Coaching for the Masses.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And I, my podcast name or podcast handle, whatever you want to call it, Powerwise Thinking. That's where you've arrived, and that's what you were looking for. You're at a good place.
0: Absolutely. John, uh,
1: what's happening this week?
0: Oh, this is, this is a phenomenal week. Um, uh, John Maxwell, we're breaking down the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Yeah. A phenomenal and foundational book for anyone in leadership, whether it's nonprofit or in yeah. an organization. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, but I want to digress for just a, a tinge of a second. Um, I think I saw something where he was offering a conference. I mean, I think he's always doing some kind of conference, but... <laughs>
0: uh-uh. Uh, uh, give, 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 ask. Um, yeah. Go to johnmaxwell.com. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, uh, all, all props to John Maxwell. He's been doing this for 40 years. He Excellent. is recognized as Excellent. the best in the business. Excellent.
1: And the book that we're uh, using as our background, the 21 Irrefutable, that's I R R E. F-U-T-A-B-L-E, 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership.
0: And this week is really exciting, uh, because this is one of my favorite laws out of the the 21. Yes, yes. Yes. Uh, Why don't you you break it down for people, Art?
1: Really quickly, it's called the Law of Influence. And, you know, we're going to get into some of these things in our discussion. And this is just to be a frank discussion to kind of lead, you know, the thought process, mindset behind this. This is all um, growth mindset on arts here that we're uh, presenting uh, from John Maxwell in terms of leadership. Uh, and I, I saw something that is almost at the end of this and it says, he who uh, leads but has no followers.
0: Yes.
1: is only taking a walk.
0: What do we used to call that in the Bible? Art. Huh? We used to call those false prophets. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Right. Exactly. So yeah. we, want, we want to get from the false side of the tracks to the positive side of the tracks here. And uh, Ron, one of my favorite people of all time, I'm trying to think of just anybody else that's more favorite in my mind in terms of. Credibility and long-lasting, uh, almost lifelong, or at least career-long, and that's um, we start to talk. He starts to talk about Mother Teresa.
0: Oh, we're we're going to get into Mother Teresa. I, I, she's 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 a huge part of this chapter. Yes. Uh, quote from John Maxwell: The mm-hmm. the true measure of leadership is influence. Nothing more and nothing less. Right.
1: And and how much does it cost? do You pay for it? Can you can it be given? What, what's the what the the, the rule he uses to get you to credible leadership?
0: The so the rule of credible leadership is is just to show up and and have that aura. I, I I'm I'm a real there's a there's a little bit between the lines of what he writes here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So great leaders usually have energy. They walk in the room, or they get up the table, and you know it. Yes. yes. Uh, and they can have a look. If you're in a corporation, maybe it's a it's a, it's a fancy knot in your in your tie or a better suit. But if you're in a room of uh, of working class people, you need to have a little bit of that roll up the sleeves look mm-hmm. that you're one of the one of them. That you've been there, that you've done that, that we can do this thing.
1: Yes, yes. And he, he, he mentions in, in here that it's something that's earned as opposed to being able to be Absolutely. Uh, acquired in any other way.
0: Absolutely. I call it the power of the ask. Yes. If you if you have uh, currency in the bank of goodwill, I don't know if I've ever laid that on, on the podcast audience yet. But we can break we can break that down another time. But if you have currency in the back bank of goodwill, you can ask people to do something outside their comfort zone. And you know
1: that's both uh, a tangible and mm-hmm. intangible, and it's also an accounting term.
0: Sure. Goodwill. Absolutely. Yeah, good it's mon- it's monetizable. You can take it to the bank. <laughs> yes. Yes. So let's 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 jump into Mother Teresa because yes. be- because it's quite an interesting story, and it, one of the things that Kind of gets glossed over here is that her influence went from from here. She was toiling for mm-hmm. decades and decades, just as all great leaders do. You she was building, holding his hand apart. Yep. Like one over the other. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, it, it, it's go- it's going from the size of the fish that I caught to the size of the fish I'm talking about. Now it just went up. <laughs> one hand separated from the other. Okay. But but at some point, she was probably as popular or more popular than the organized church per se mm. the the church was going down in respect there was a, there were they had their scandals and it was a tough couple decades but mother teresa increased in following every year
1: yes yes
0: uh, how many countries um, do you remember how many countries uh, here, here this might be a quiz for our audience how many countries do you think there were organizations that, um, followed Mother Teresa's goals and helped the poor, etc. So we're going to circle back to that one yes, in a little yes.
1: while. and it talks about not only countries, but uh, continents.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, I, one, one, one of my taglines is, I've helped people on six continents. <laughs> it's cool stuff. Um, It really is, but she started in Calcutta, which was the poorest of the poor. Yes, yes. And, you know, anyone who saw the pictures of, you know, the children that she helped and uh, where people would not visit or help the lepers, she was touching them. She was giving them physical touch, and, you know, they were responding. Uh, She got people to donate food, water, and clothes to these people, and some of them had better outcomes.
1: Yes, yes. And that's where she started. In, in, in Calcutta alone, she established children's home children's home, a children's home, Yep. Uh, a center for people with leprosy, mm-hmm. a home for people who were dying and destitute, a home for people who suffered from tuberculosis and mental disorder. Uh, so those are the kind of things that she did that added to her appeal.
0: And again, who talked about mental disorders in the 1990s? Very few Harding people, but 75% of all the people around the world do have some sort of mental disorder. We've all been blue, sad, depressed, and those are some of the lower level ones. Yes. yes. So so, so she recognized that, she helped those people. She, mm-hmm. she was before her time and the communication is only getting better, and we're starting to have those conversations that people need some time and distance, and, and, and um, if, if they work too hard, they're going to burn out. All these things were, 10 years ago, we used to say, oh, you can just grind your way through it. Some people can't grind their way through it Art. Yes, they need help. So we need to recognize where people are at, and that's what Mother Teresa did. But so she gained, she gained, she gained her influence by doing the do. Yes,
1: and basically to make sure we don't forget, you mentioned um, where her organization was, you know, on the increase, and the other um, basically orders and the capital were sure. declining. Hers rose to during her lifetime to four hundred thousand. Right. Uh, on. Um, I guess 25, in 25 countries and five continents. Sure. That, and then that doesn't include the volunteers and all the other people that served. You know, um, these 400,000 were people that came to be, become part of her order. Uh, and somewhere in here it mentions her order, I think Missionary for Charity, I think it was. Missionaries for Charity. Missionaries of Charity. Yeah.
0: What a great name. Yeah. It's, it's very... Evocative of exactly what she did. Yes. So you know, circle around 20, 30 years later, she's giving these high-powered speeches at yes. the United Nations, it was, it was con- in con- Congress. Con- we'll about that. And
1: we, then we, I think we need to move on we, we we do. Those 10 uh, we we, we love time. we love Mother but, Teresa. But, uh, we do. And. and uh, She's worth every minute that we could
0: speak on. So so tell us the story, Art, of um, where she came to the prayer breakfast in Washington where all the politicians, red, blue, green... I
1: think and I'm reading it, what, 25 or 30 years later? Oh, yeah. And I, I think I was blown away by her candor. Oh, sure. And by, uh, by her directness. Sure. And by her appeal uh, because of... The way she spoke, and she spoke direct, uh, and talked about things that were very controversial, including, you know, baby boomers and their um, parents, perhaps in sure. the nursing homes, and she said, "We all love me, love one another." and Are you going to share that with your parents and right. you know, elderly and in, in nursing homes? And talked about how people were swarming and shifting in their chairs. And, but but you
0: see, this and, is the this is the cool thing. This is about halfway through her speeches. She would challenge the audience to do more, to be more, right. to be better, to be more like Jesus, for want of a better exactly. term here, exactly. which is all we can do. Um, but she didn't start her speeches that way. She no, she, she, start, she started
1: she feel a crescendo, yeah.
0: For example, you know, she, right, she started with a joke or something soft when I... Uh, teach I ring a soft bell to get everyone in the room in presence when I preach I say we're all here together she created a sense of community before she stuck the knife in a little bit Mm -hmm. and um, she was exceptionally effective with Mm -hmm. that
1: Mm -hmm. And, and you know once she got them all on the same page in terms of you know focus then she would come out with something both profound as well
0: as um, perhaps controversial. Sure. And so, so. So she didn't have the title because the church wasn't big on making people, sing, especially women, yeah. saints. You know. Until.
1: And I think she's on track in
0: coming. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> one of these centuries, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll get around to it. But but titles don't have much value when it when it when it comes to leading. Thus Yes it goes, no, right?
1: It has some, and we're going to get into this. Okay. But, uh, uh, it I, has some. I think this It is, puts you in a position... I think this is a great introduction into the next section. Yes, 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 yes.
0: So um, it can increase your level of influence with others, or it can undermine it. Correct. So there are five myths of, about leadership, and I think that uh, we should go through those yeah, quickly.
1: I think the, the idea here is that it puts you in position... For people to consider you and give you attention, give their attention to you, good or bad.
0: And this is also the note-taking or the note on the uh, podcast that it's 13 minutes in yep. that you're going to want to come back to. Yes. Because these are strong, strong uh, leadership um, th- across every, every organization. Yeah,
1: one is uh, the management myth. Absolutely. Le- leading versus we just talked, energy. Yep, We
0: just talked about that. Mm-hmm. And the only thing a title can buy is a little time. Exactly. Either to increase your level of influence with others again or undermine it. Correct. So the second one is? The entrepreneurial myth. Absolutely. Know. And we so, just assume.
1: That they are leaders just because they have stepped out and found a need and willing to fulfill it. But. And, we, you know, it talks about, you know, these people chase for profit, uh, and, you know, the, the idea that they uh, are automatically, and I, I put right. quotes, automatically a leader, sure. is, he, he refutes it as, as perhaps a myth.
0: I would say that uh, what I took out of that section was that show me the people who actually do the thing, yes. instead of talk about the thing, uh, and never do it. Yes. Yes, yes. Um the knowledge myth.
1: Oh boy. I mean that's that's a big one because you know, there are things here in on in this list of, of five that yeah, I mean, if you have it, you have the potential of being a leader. But if you don't have it you need both, don't this you? right here, if you don't have it then
0: chances are you're not gonna be if, if, if you don't have it, you better have someone on your team who does have it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: And, and, and uh, you know, that that comes... Um, there's, there's one here... Uh, we'll talk more about it, but yeah, true. Very true.
0: But I think what he's trying to say here is... And I've seen this because I've worked with universities for testing with engineers. Yes. Um, they are not... Again... There's a manana attitude, because they know they're getting paid on Friday, whether they get their task done or not. Yeah. So uh, people-
1: Manana means, you know, uh, punting to a a point and not necessarily- Kicking the can down the road. Giving, you know, uh, all all that's necessary to fulfill the requirements of their job.
0: Well, it's, it's, there are always times in every job where we have to do a little something more to get to a grand opening Mm -hmm. to get to a launch to do to do something yes Yes. and if there are people on your team that you can't get that to you're not showing the right amount of leadership
1: so neither iq nor education necessarily equates to leadership um
0: a hundred percent the pioneer myth
1: pioneer means you're the first one out yep Um, and it talks about this whole thing with sir edward hillary and And uh, or say Edmund Hillary. Yep. And being the first to, I guess, the North Pole.
0: Yep. There, there there are many stories of, uh, and we're we're just going to gloss over that. Yes. Yes. Um, But what they're saying here is that the first goal, or market, does not beat the person who implements it better, quicker, and more with better communication.
1: Yes. The idea here is. Again, going back kind of to one of our sub-themes. Sure. You know, uh, what we said earlier, um, he who thinks he he's a leader but has no followers is, taking, is only taking a walk. and So you're only taking a walk here if, you know, nobody uh, follows you, nor do you have influence. In order to have influence in the sense of what... Um, John Maxwell is talking mm. about, is you're having influence on people paying attention and also uh, when they pay attention, they are shifting their uh, thinking uh, and, you know, it's causing them to utilize your information, you know, and, and put it into practice. That's what he's basically getting
0: at here with all of this. And the last one is the position myth where uh, the quote is from Stanley Hufty, mm-hmm. it's not the position that makes the leader, it's the leader that makes the position. Right. And Maxwell's example is Maurice Sachi who had an unbelievable advertising agency and when the board of directors forced him out, half the business went with him. So <laughs> you got to be careful uh, about, about doing that. So. Who are the real leaders is, I guess, the yep. Uh, this is question. Yep, this, 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 is, this is where we're going next. You're absolutely right. Okay.
1: And, and, and one of the things that, that struck me was this this idea of a former fraud, and how for, for, the, the, the former, uh, one of the jobs that, uh, I guess, uh, Maxwell, he talks about how his dad kind of set him up and right groomed him. But when he got to this board meeting, you know, uh, thinking that he was all that in a bag of chips, yep, it really uh, was not, he was not all that, uh, and people didn't really pay a lot of attention to him, but when former Claude spoke, they listened, and when he said something, you know, things shifted, and, and, and people, you know, started to...
0: So, yes. so, so we're going to get real
1: close attention and, and, and make, make decisions based on what he said.
0: So, people who have influence have these five qualities. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to, you got this art? Um, one is character, absolutely. Are,
1: and we're going to talk about this near the end because there's a whole, oh, world. yeah, we're going to when we go through the questions. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're reading ourselves on it. So, one is character, yep, uh, who we are. And he refers to Billy Graham and how his character, and people could sense the depth of his character. Absolutely. uh, It all begins with who you are. The second one?
0: Is relationships. Relationships. How deeply do you go with somebody? Who you know. And because the deeper you go, the more that they will follow you. The
1: stronger the relationships the greater the potential for leadership.
0: Uh, we circle back to knowledge. Knowledge, okay. Informal and formal networks uh, are the are the people who get introduced and serve the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's always about information. You don't have to have all the information, but you have to know the people that do. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And I don't think anybody
1: expects everybody to know everything. One person know everything, or, or you want But you got to be able
0: to. The next one's a little warm and fuzzy, so people need to wrap around this one,
1: aren't Yeah, I circled this twice. <laughs> and The reason I circled it twice is because, you know, being a person of of uh, that's inclined to spiritual and holy connections. Sure. Uh, these intangibles that he talks about here. Yes. It's called the institution, the, the intuition. Uh, what you feel uh, and that's why you know a lot of people talk you know particularly in the Protestant church about being prayed up yeah which means you're connected to you know the
0: you're you're lifted to meet the level of the expectation
1: exactly and you're you're basically um, able to have vision perhaps when others don't you know you're able to make applications when others can't yep. You're able to see things that others can't see, and you're able to go places that others can't go or won't be able to go because of this intangible, these, these intangibles.
0: So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run these down quick, mm-hmm. and people can write them down. Mm-hmm. Energy, morale, timing, and momentum. Yes. And it's important that even though this is a little bit warm and fuzzy, they do have concrete outcomes. And the last one... Experience absolutely. Oh, There's man. no where subs- have you been. No substitute.
1: No, I mean, even in counseling and in situations where so I used to go up to Mount McGregor often when they had their uh, when they had their uh, I, counseling session. I remember that was on drugs and sure. and and so on and so forth. And for those that have overcome, the moment they open their mouth you can tell the difference, and you can tell the credibility that they've been there. Yes. Uh, and what they're telling you is not from theory, not from something someone told them, but from the experience that, they, that, that they've had. And that same you know, kind of inflection can be drawn here, uh, experience and where you've been lends credibility.
0: I was coaching up a new leader yesterday and she was not confident of her leadership because she didn't feel that she had enough time in. So, what I did is I reminded her of what she had accomplished so far and that she was on the leadership path. So, you don't have to be, you don't have to recognize yourself as the best leader because best is a term that means nothing. Yeah, it's subjective.
1: The the, the you thing the thing he the point he makes in in his book here is you know uh, the experience encourages people to give you a chance. Yes. Uh, and so, you know, it's not, and none of this is the be end all or the end all. It all comes together, you know, to make you the leader that. That and, and the best leader that you can be, as you were saying about the person that you were, you were coaching. Sure. You know. Uh, so so this gives this is one this is one of the things of the four uh, was well, four or five five right. Yep. Character who we are relationships uh, who you know knowledge what you know intuition what you feel and that's a spiritual thing with me being prayed up uh, experience and where he's
0: been. Awesome. Now, if everyone's uh, been following us uh, uh, along this journey, we know that we take these quizzes in real time where we we coach Arthur up, but you can coach yourself up at home.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So are you, are you ready, Arthur? Yes, I am, sir. And we're going to do it by the same scale. zero is never, one is rarely, two yeah. is occasionally, and three is always. And you don't have to overthink these, just first first number that comes to mind so uh, I rely on influence rather than on my position or title to get others to follow me to do or do what I want. Uh,
1: probably this is one through ten?
0: Zero through three. Okay, uh, Two. <laughs> two is a good number. Mm-hmm. During discussions or brainstorming settings people turn to me and ask for my advice. To again, absolutely, and I think it's it's go, that one's going up every week. I rely on my relationships with others rather than organizational systems and procedures to get things done.
1: Um,
0: three, absolutely. I uh, so your total is somewhere around six, and following it home, we'll see what you guys are at, and let us come back to our. Um, we're at 25 after. And- no, no, we're just gonna we're just gonna have a quick wrap up, and we will be done. Okay. Okay. So what I want to ask people is, did you learn something today? And what it what? And if you can articulate what it was, and send us an email or or a message, that would be fantastic. And
1: uh, email, do you want to send it
0: to? Um, you can you can see the email in the notes in the podcast. Okay. Uh, And what do you rely upon most to persuade people to follow you? Uh, Again, we're going to read a quick review of what we talked about in the chapter. Is it character, relationships, knowledge, intuition, experience, past success, or ability? It should be some combination thereof. Yes. And how do we optimize or better utilize the ones with low scores? And that's the secret sauce. That's what we need to do as leaders because we want to create the next generation of leaders. And we talk about this all the time through this bring podcast. Right. Uh, because someone helped bring us along. Exactly. And um, last one is, is the same one as always time volunteering. Fine. That's a good
1: point. I, and I kind of, we kind of glazed over that one. And, and he mentioned, I guess, a question that he received at one of his conferences of how to pick a leader. And he suggested, to, as part of his answer, have those uh, people that you're, you know, looking at, have them to go and volunteer at a nonprofit, where there's no profit motive, there's no, uh, I guess, or- hierarchy or organizational structure, nothing to typically, you know, engender you know, a, a uh, incentive for people to follow you and have them to go through that process first. What,
0: one of my coaching clients this week, she said that, uh, that her population is all new immigrants and they feel lost and they have imposter syndrome, which is what I teach seven days a week. Yeah, a lot of us have that, imposter syndrome. We, we all do, mm-hmm. and, I, and she says, what can they do? And I said, they can volunteer. If they knew English before they got to Canada, they can teach the new immigrants English. If they have have a toddler, they can donate the baby clothes to the new people coming in. The feeling of community that volunteering builds and the ability to lead people who don't have to, aren't getting paid to be there. Something in my mind is telling me to make sure we Define
1: imposter syndrome. I'm sure some people out there that's
0: not going to know what that means. Um, I will define imposter syndrome at, in one of the later podcasts, so you guys are just going to have to keep listening because this has been the Power Wise Thinking Podcast, podcast and, and, the and the Growth Mind Mindset Guru. Guru Podcast, yes. and we hope everyone has a good, productive, healthy couple of weeks, and we will see you soon. See you soon.